0: And now, it's time for the BetMGM MLB Podcast, powered by BetQL, with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network.
1: And welcome into another edition of the BetMGM MLB Podcast, we're powered by BetQL, Ryan Horvat, Cody Decker, we're back and we got actual games to preview, games to recap, it was a busy weekend, it was, I'm not going to lie man, that was opening day, opening weekend, It was everything that I wanted. Everything that, built, it lived up to the hype. That's all I'll say. So let's start with, you know what, let's start with my Chicago Cubs, Cody, because the first episode of the podcast this season, and by the way, find the podcast, BetMGM, MLB podcast. We're powered by BetQL. Give us a five-star review, a nice little comment, review rate, all that fun stuff, wherever you find your podcast. But let's start with that Brewers-Cubs series because I made my World Series prediction, my pick, and I went with the Milwaukee Brewers. They dropped their first two games. Corbin Burns gets a little roughed up on opening day. Brandon Woodruff did not have his best stuff. They steal one on Sunday, but uh I saw a clip you were on 670 the score with Dan Bernstein and you think the Cubs the, the Cubs could uh the Cubs could be not a contender, but you think that they could be a decent baseball team this yeah, year. Yeah. I think they can
0: compete. Let's be real clear. Okay. I do think I do think that the the 670 the score social media team was a little generous in clipping <laughs> out my exact words because I definitely said this is a team that can compete in this NL central in that this NL central is terrible. And this team is not nearly as bad as one. We thought, or, to or B or however you want to say it is advertised this team really is not bad this has a good offense a decent pitching staff but at the end of the day this team will get exposed by teams like the Braves the Phillies the Mets the Dodgers the Giants the Padres but they will not be exposed by the Brewers they will not be exposed by the Cardinals and they won't be exposed
1: by anyone else in the NL Central because again the NL Central sucks No, it really does. And, you know, I mean, the Cardinals opening day, opening weekend, they look pretty good offensively. I still do have some concerns about their pitching rotation. Yeah, let's be real clear, Ryan.
0: I was on BetMGM tonight with you the other night, and you were saying how good the Cardinals looked, and we were both kind of trashing the Cardinals last week. Trashing's a little bit harsh, but we were not on the Cardinals, and we were talking about it on BetMGM tonight, how great they looked. Who are they playing? The Pittsburgh Pirates. Yes, so that's a that's about that's like me playing against like my four
1: year old cousin. No, the Pirates are going to be terrible. The Pirates may actually be worse than I expected, and I did place a small little wager on them to have the worst record in Major League Baseball. With my only concern being the Baltimore Orioles, mm-hmm. but the Pirates are bad, man. Uh, going back to that series really quick, we did talk about Rookie of the Year. We both went with Suzuki as our pick, and I mean he lived up to the hype. He got on base. He hit his first homer at Wrigley Field. I'll I'll say, like, Hendricks looked really good opening day. Um, Stroman, you know, he only went five innings. He looked pretty good for the Cubs. I'm with you. I think they could win 75, 76 games. How concerned should I be about the Milwaukee Brewers because it's just the opening series, I know, but Corbin Burns didn't have his best stuff. Brandon Woodruff didn't have his best stuff. Freddie Peralta uh, on Sunday didn't have his best stuff, but they still picked up the victory. I'm more concerned about the lineup, man. Like, they didn't get any younger. I love Andrew McCutcheon you look at the bats in that lineup, you look at, you know, is Christian Yelich going to finally have that bounce back season? I think my worry for my World Series prediction with the Brewers is just, are they going to be able to manufacture enough runs?
0: Yeah, you know, we talked about the Cardinals not liking the Cardinals. Cardinals lineup is far and away better than the Brewers lineup. The lineup in the Brewers, like you said, is old, but their pitching staff is really great. Obviously faltering this first weekend, not what you expect out of Corbin Burns, certainly not what you expect out of Woodruff. We know what they are, though, that Woodruff, Burns, and Peralta is arguably the best three-handed monster in Major League Baseball right now. But look throughout the league this last weekend. We had a fun weekend of baseball, but there weren't a whole lot of aces that looked like aces. Really, only two guys who were aces of the staff looked like aces and that was on the south side of chicago in lucas giolito and over in san diego with you darvish not to mention um Hendricks pitched one hell of a game on uh, the north side of chicago as well for the cubs is there is there a reason to be worried about the brewers no they're going to win this division probably by five to ten games but i would be worried about this team when it comes to october they're not going to make it out of the first round
1: what was your biggest takeaway from the weekend? For me, really quickly, it's just the Blue Jays might break the record for most home runs hit in the season. They're ridiculous, man. I mean, they're going to be a lot of fun. I'm a little worried about the Angels. I'm not going to overreact to one you know, one weekend or the opening weekend for them. But uh, what would you say your biggest takeaway this weekend was? Uh, I had a couple
0: takeaways. And amazingly, they were all on the American League side. Uh, of yeah. course, the Dodgers dropped two to the Rockies. We're not going to see a whole lot of that taking place this year. The Dodgers are going to win plenty. But one thing I was really excited to see – The Mariners on the road. This team, I think, is real. This team looks ready to go. They're young, they're exciting, and they're fun to watch. The other two teams that I've been pumping up all offseason long – the Detroit Tigers and the Chicago White Sox. I dig these teams. The Tigers are going to be a bit of a problem a bit of a headache for a couple teams and not only the AL Central but the rest of the American League at at large man. This team ain't bad not to mention the White Sox are just a juggernaut and that is with starting the season without Lance Lynn that is without with losing Lucas Giolito after that fifth inning after he looked incredible paying everybody with right on right changeups not to mention Dylan Cease man the other day looking like an ace himself dude the White Sox are for real that all the hype for them is real as it should be and the other one that I'm really excited about another team that I feel like nobody's talking about that they should be because they keep winning the AL East the Tampa Bay Rays ain't going anywhere I know they played the Baltimore Orioles but they played the Baltimore Orioles and made the Baltimore Orioles look
1: exactly what they
0: are the Baltimore Orioles
1: A couple things there, so completely with you on the White Sox. Saw everything I wanted to see with Kopech because, like, I'm not gonna—he's gonna be on a pitch count. He's not gonna go seven, eight innings this season, but. That's what they need, and I feel like the White Sox, we're getting good prices on them, man. I know they were playing Detroit, and I know Detroit's a really trendy, popular pick in Las Vegas right now, but if we're going to get the Sox minus 135, minus 140 with Cease on the mound, with Kopech on the mound, that's going to be a bet I'll make all season long, especially against lefties, man. The White Sox are going to continue to crush lefties. It was great to see Tim Anderson back in the lineup. Yes. They're going to be just great. And then the other team, I'll go to the National League. The Philadelphia Phillies are a lot of fun. Love the Nick Castellanos MVP pick from you. Yep. Um, I'm playing Schwarber to hit a home run tonight. We're getting a three to one price. So you they look would. really good, right? You now.
0: You love your home run props. We're going to definitely be talking about that later on home run props for this today and later on in the series. But on top of that, another team, you mentioned the national league and a team that excited you. The Phillies are on my list as yeah. are the Mets, the Miami Marlins are on my list. You got to watch this team. They really took it to San Francisco. They dropped two or three in San Francisco, but they fought them hard all the way through. They're young, they're dynamic, and might be a team we're not talking about enough in the NL East. I don't think they're a playoff team, but I do think they're going to play spoiler for somebody that
1: is. No, I completely agree. Love the rotation. Love the first, you know, the first three guys in that rotation. Rodgers went yesterday. I was actually on them all three games. And like you said, they uh, dropped two of those, but they're going to be a team I'm looking out for. Who's your early season, early week, first week of the season MVP? Um, uh, as a they, team
0: or player is my question.
1: Let's go. Let's go player. Just like what player impressed you the most this week? Um, listen, I, I don't want to sit here
0: and pump up your hometown team, but I'm actually going to say Seiya Suzuki. And here's why. Um, it wasn't the fact that he went 3-for-8 with a home run in his first home run. It was also the three walks that caught my eye. And this guy's coming in with quite a bit of hype. You know he was a superstar over in Japan. We saw yeah. it. We see superstars come over from Japan all the time, and they usually play pretty well, but they normally don't come out the gate looking great. They usually struggle for a little bit. We saw it with Otani. Even Matsui wasn't a superstar on day one. He became one. The only one that really showed up on day one as sold was Ichiro Suzuki, who literally walked out and be like, yeah, yeah. i'm literally the greatest player alive and you're all going to see we heard it about uh obviously shohei otani but it took us a couple years to get there suzuki i think is ready to go now he's a star and i'm re- looking really forward to seeing what he does on the north side so really excited for him another name that pops up bobby witt jr another guy yeah. with just the amount of hype through the roof on his shoulders and he's living up to every single one of them so far it's an exciting year of baseball, but man, you can really throw a rock
1: and pick a lot of
0: MVPs. Dylan Cease might even crack my list. He k up a storm the other day for the White Sox.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to continue to play those strikeout props all season long with him, five and a half, six and a half. I'll pay the juice. For me, I'm going to go Matt Olson just because my concern with the Braves, man, was just Freddie Freeman was so important, obviously, to that organization. Great pickup for the Dodgers, but Matt Olson, what a way to start the year. He's got eight hits already. He's hitting 571, which is fifth in the entire league, which it's the first week, but still, he looks really good. And then uh, Nolan Arenado, man, we were talking about the Cardinals, Mm -hmm. and again, they were playing against the Pirates, but he had seven runs batted in already. Anthony Rizzo looks pretty good. He's got six RBIs already. And then we got to talk about Buxton because he's got three homers already this season. And I think the Twins might be a surprise team. I mean, three homers, four RBIs. The White Sox are going to win that division. But I could see them winning 84-85 games, Minnesota, that is. I'd see three teams could actually... You know, we've been spending so much time hyping up the AL
0: East, AL East, AL East, and we just are not paying attention to how good the AL Central currently is. And I know it's not top to bottom incredible because you do have the Guardians who are not going to be very good this year and the Royals are getting better, but they're going to be a sub 500 team, even though I do like this team and all the moves that they've been making. But yeah, this is three teams that I really think can compete and be real good. You mentioned the twins, obviously the White Sox and the Detroit Tigers who we already talked about is kind of becoming Vegas darlings right now, but let's be real clear. You and me were on them first. I want everyone to have that on the record we have not been quiet about how much we like Detroit everyone else said we were crazy we were
1: first exactly anything else you want to hit on before we uh hit a break and then talk about our picks for the series as we got coming up this week you know real quick we do have a couple of holdover games from the
0: last series before we go into this week's series you want to touch on those maybe for real quick yeah yeah let's do it well we got Pittsburgh and St. Louis Thompson on the mound versus Hudson listen we just talked about St. Louis and their offensive juggernaut against the worst team ever. What do you got? I'm taking the over, which is currently set at eight runs at minus 110. You better believe I'm taking that over. Every over has been hit in this series. And I also like the cards on the run line. Surprisingly, only
1: at plus 110. You're getting plus money on the run line in this game? Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, I'm also going with the over in this game. In fact, I played that right away this morning. First thing I did when I woke up. Because like you said, like the Pirates offense was finally able to get some stuff going on Sunday. And, you know, they were terrible at the dish the first two games. St. Louis completely shut them down. I think I don't love the matchup going against Hudson, who's finally healthy, but I do like the over. Like you said, tons of runs have been scored in this series and I was looking at some props, Nolan Aranato, but I'm just going to play the total in the game, and I'm with you with the uh, Cardinals on the run line. I don't don't think the Pirates are going to win many games. I want nothing to do with touching the money line at minus 195, though. I'm really having trouble understanding how
0: this run line was set at plus money, though. This team has lost by four runs every game in the series. It's obvious not only if this team loses, they're going to lose by more than one run, so the fact that you're getting
1: plus money on that is pretty mind-boggling to me, but I will take it. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, look at this, look at this lineup for Pittsburgh. And like, no offense to any of these guys. Half of these guys were in Milwaukee, I feel like, last year. You got Vogelbach, who I do like. You got Ben Gammel, but Ben Gammel is your everyday starting lead off, man. You look at St. Louis's lineup, they're going with Carlson today, Goldschmidt O'Neill, who's having a ridiculous start to the season. He's already homered. He's hitting 444. Nolan Arenado. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm going with the Cardinals on the money line, on yeah. the run line, and we're getting plus money.
0: Real surprised by that 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 line right there being plus money. It's pretty crazy to me. Cleveland at Kansas City, Savale uh, versus Hernandez. Listen, I mentioned that I don't really love either of these teams. I like the yeah. Royals a little bit more. They are playing at Kansas City, and basically the odds are borderline even. Um, I'm taking Hernandez, Kansas City at home minus one ten. What about you?
1: Yeah, I'm going to go the same way, man. You know, Savali, since that rookie season, what was that, in 2019, he struggled. You know, his strikeout rate has dipped a little bit. I think Kansas City is going to be a sneaky team this year. Now, I don't think they're going to contend, but I think they could play spoiler. So I'm going to go with the uh, Royals in this one as
0: well. I like it. And one more game and a holdover from this last weekend. We got the Seattle Mariners, a team I'm really high on, my current futures pick for the AL West, currently sitting at plus 450, by the way, on that AL West. Take a look at those lines as the season goes forward. I do love the Mariners a lot. They are currently still one more game in Minnesota. They got Chris Flexen on the mound facing Bundy. Currently, they have the Mariners at uh, plus 110 underdogs. So they're not huge underdogs, but I also like Chris Flexen. I doubted Chris Flexen last year a little bit. He's an ex-teammate of mine. He's really grown as a pitcher.
1: I like I like my Mariners as one ten underdogs, man. I love that we're getting I, I love that we're getting plus money with Seattle. This is probably my favorite bet of the day. This is another one that I did place. Uh, they're a team I'm going to be backing all season long, especially when we're getting plus money. And I, I flexon's coming off a great year. He really proved me wrong as well. He looked great. And then Dylan Bundy had a rare quality season back in 2020. But other than that, man, it's always fade Dylan Bundy for me. Yep. So it's Seattle or nothing in this spot.
0: Yeah, I dig that. I
1: love that. And plus, again, Mariners
0: plus 110 underdogs. I don't think you're going to see a lot of it this year.
1: No, I think they're going to be favored in most of these matchups. So we're getting plus money. Let's take it. Let's move on. We'll take a look at what we got coming up the rest of the week. We'll take a look at some of these series and uh, get some picks. And it's the BetMGM MLB podcast. We're powered by BetQL. Ryan Horvath, Cody Decker here on August.
0: MLB podcast, powered by BetQL, with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network.
1: And welcome back into the BetMGM MLB podcast. We are powered by BetQL. It's Ryan Horvat. It's Cody Decker. We're back. We got games to actually preview. We just hit on a couple of these rollover series including the big one, St. Louis, Pittsburgh. We're rolling with the Cardinals. We both like the over in that game. If you could get to that bet, it's going to be starting up here soon. Uh, Cody, where do you want to start? What matchup is, before we get into all the game? what, what series, what matchup today has really caught your eye? What's there's the a, one you're most excited for? There's a couple here I've mentioned a lot that I really like Detroit
0: a little yeah. bit, and I still like Boston, so I'm looking forward to this Boston-Detroit series. Not to mention, if anyone that's saying that they're not excited to see Toronto take on the New York Yankees, you know, right now Toronto is the shiny new toy. Everybody yeah. is all over them. I'm still a little hesitant to really back this team until I fully see uh, really all the way to the all-star break. I'm waiting to see a full season of this team really perform at this elite level. I'm looking forward to that series. And I'm also just looking forward to the San Diego Padres taking on the San Francisco Giants. I loving this San Diego Padres starting staff so far, throwing two no hitters all the way into the seventh. T- first two games of the year. Um, I'm really, really excited about both of those teams, in fact. Not to mention, I do think the Dodgers are the best team in the NL West. But, yeah, there's a lot to look forward to this week, man.
1: Padres Giants, that's the one I'm obviously looking forward to, and that's another bet that I'm looking to place. I really like Alex Wood in this spot going against Nick Martinez. I don't love the price. You know, it opened up, I, I believe, minus price. 145, which I can't stand. And I also don't really want to touch the run line in this situation because I could see this being a one-run run win, but I mean, Nicky Martinez, it's going to be his first Major League Baseball appearance, I believe, since 2017, and then you get Alex Wood making his season debut, and he's doing it at home, so... I yeah. love San Francisco in this spot, and we talked about them before the season. You know, I thought maybe losing Buster Posey, they say goodbye to Chris Bryan, who they only had for half of the season, but maybe this would be a letdown year. I don't know. I think they're going to be in contention all season long, even in that division with the Dodgers. I really like the Giants in that spot today.
0: Yeah, well, let's get into the nitty-gritty of that San Diego-San Francisco game tonight, uh, taking place on Monday night, the first game of the series. You do have Martinez, you mentioned. He's currently sitting as at minus 130, um, which is, I'm sorry, plus 130. So they're giving him yeah. quite a bit as an underdog here. But they are playing in San Francisco. I love Wood a lot, minus 155. Like you said, I don't like these lines right now. I think this is going to be a closer game. I'm kind of, kind of stay away from this game and see how it plays out. I think it's going to be a one-run game. And I tend to lean to the Giants, but I just don't see any value to the minus 155. It's just past that threshold for me, and I don't think this is going to be a two-run ball game. I also think it's going to be a lower-scoring game, and currently the line is set at 8.5, but I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to stay away from that as well. I'm going to stay away from this game and watch it. I think that's
1: very fair, and I'm really, like I said, I'm looking forward to watching this game because when we did the season preview, I said I could see the Padres winning this division just because I really like the price. Now, the Dodgers are ridiculously good. We all know that. And the TT junior injury is going to hurt San Diego. But they dropped that opening night game where I was on Arizona. Seth Baer made me look good because they're down 2-0, and he hits the walk-off homer to win it. And since then, though, for San Diego, man, three straight wins – And you look at the four games, they're top 10 in most offensive categories. So I think they're going to hang around. I think they're going to be really good waiting for Tatis to get back. But I am going to go with San Francisco in this spot. I completely understand why you would stay away, though. Uh, Anything else that has caught your eye? We already talked about Seattle, Minnesota. That's a holdover that I'm looking forward to watching. Let's hit on Toronto, New York. Mm -hmm. How would you bet this game? Because you you got Tyon going for the Yanks, Manoa going for Toronto. I really like Toronto in this spot, especially because we're getting plus money.
0: Yeah, I I was looking at this game quite a bit. Manoa right now, plus 100. You got Tyone, minus 121. I'm definitely going to go ahead and take that Manoa money line. Absolutely shop around, see if you can get yourself something better. You probably can right now because a lot of people are really big on the Yankees right now, mainly because of their offensive power. Um, Listen, I, I like Manoa, and anytime you can get Toronto right now, on with plus money, I think you kind of got to jump on it. Even though I just said, it's like torpedoing my last point. I kind of want to wait and see what this team can do. Out the gate, this team is swinging the bat. So I'd watch out for the over in this game, which is currently set. Uh, where 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 is it actually set? I'm actually looking at it right here. It you know, set at nine.
1: Yeah. I'm going to take nine. the over. Both these teams can hit, period. Yeah. How would you take the under? And I know it looks like the under is actually the sharp play. And maybe it's because of the pitching matchup. Maybe it's because of Manoa, who is great. He's one of my favorite pitchers in all of baseball, man. He's big. He's six foot six. He's two hundred and sixty pounds. He throws the ball in the upper nineties. And you look what he did last season. So opponents hit just one forty six against him. He went nine and two in twenty starts. ERA three twenty two. The first pitcher in Major League Baseball to begin his career allowing just four hits or fewer in ten Monster. straight starts. Does that worry you? Maybe that like a sophomore slump.
0: I, a sophomore slump worries me, but also just first game of the season. Jitters, Yankee Stadium, he's still young. He leaves a couple pitches up in the zone a little too too much. He might give up some home runs. Uh, you, know, you know that Yankees team has a murderer's row that every single guy could change the game with one swing of the bat. I just feel like this is going to be a higher-scoring affair. I am a fan of Manoa. I think at the end of the year the numbers will definitely be there. He's got a lot to like. But, yeah, dude, I think this is going to be a higher-scoring affair. You're at Yankee
1: Stadium early in the season. It's going to happen. Yeah, and I mean, you brought up, you have to go over, or maybe like the team total runs over for Toronto if you don't want to back them in this spot. But I would just back them in this spot with Manoa on the mound going against Tyon, who's been up and down his entire career. And if you look at it, three games in, I know I'm not trying to overreact, but Toronto's second in the league. They've already scored 20 runs. Vlad's been on fire. He's five for 11 this season. He's got a homer. He's got four RBIs. And then George Springer, like that's my key to Toronto being in contention this season. He has to stay healthy. And right now he has an OPS over 1,000, so... I'm going to go with Toronto. I'm also going to go with the over in that game. Another one I'm really excited for. You brought up the Mets. I brought up the Phillies already. We get that series this week. Begins tonight, 6.45 p.m. Eastern. It's in Philadelphia. I'm staying away from this matchup tonight, man. What are, you, what are your thoughts on this series? Like, these two teams, I think they're going to be going back and forth all year. Uh, Walker on the mound for the Mets. I believe Suarez is going to go tonight for the Phillies as of right now. Your as thoughts? of right now,
0: I like the Mets a little more than the Phillies, but it's very, okay. very, very close. That's even without DeGrom at the moment. Listen, Taiwan Walker is a good pitcher a very good pitcher. One that I really think doesn't get any credit over there in that New York Mets staff. He is currently sitting at a plus 135 underdog. Not to mention we know both these teams can hit full on hit mashers everywhere. This game's currently also set at the run line uh, is also set currently at nine runs minus 121. Not only am I taking that over at minus 121 Walker, Come on, Taiwan Walker plus 135 on the money line. I'm taking it. Absolutely. Plus money with Taiwan Walker. This guy is a big game starter that we never ever talk about. I dig him. I think right now tonight, I like the
1: Mets. All right. So, I'm actually going to stay away from the side. I'm going to stay away from the total. I'm rooting for Philadelphia every single game this season. I have the win total over. I have them to win the division at 3 to 1 plus 300. But BetMGM's offering the best price because of course they are. That's why they're the king of sports books. Kyle Schwarber to homer tonight. You're getting a better price than any other book. He's plus 260 over at BetMGM, and I'm going to take that. Now, you know, we'll joke, and I'm not the biggest home run prop guy. I usually go with strikeouts, but I just think this is the perfect spot. I like Walker too, but Schwarber in his career against them, 5 for 10 with 5 homers, and we're getting almost 3 to 1 odds. I'm going with Kyle Schwarber to homer against Walker. Again, plus 280. He's 5 for 10 in his career against them with 5 dingers, so that's my favorite bet. In that game, can't wait to watch that series. Tampa Bay, I went under on their win total, probably the dumbest bet I've ever made in my life. Man, Bad idea. like, best farm system. Like, you know, every single year I worry about the loss of a starting pitcher, it was Blake Snell, but they just retool and, and they just continue to get better. I don't know how they do it. They're three and already this season, they're taking on Oakland, who's one and two on the year. Uh, You got Blackburn going tonight, I believe, for Oakland. Your thoughts on this matchup? I mean, it's got to be Tampa Bay or nothing right now, right? But they're minus 235 on the money
0: line. Yeah, but on the run line, they're minus 110. Jumping all over that. This team's going to win by three runs. I truly think that. Not only that, that, I do have a prop for you in this game. I'm going to take a look at the first five innings under four runs. You can get that, shop around a little bit. I got that at plus 125. I think this team is going to be shutting some guys down. I'm looking forward to it. Tampa Bay man I I know you said you played that ticket and you immediately regret it I would regret it too we just know I don't know how anyone looked at the Rays with their backstory these last couple of years knowing full well that this team wins 95 plus wins every single year and they got started this season at a win total at 89 what the hell is happening take that over
1: Yeah, I'm with you, man. So you brought up the Marlins earlier, and I'm with you on the Marlins, and we always talk about the Angels. I played the Angels for the fifth consecutive season uh, to win the division, and early on, offensively, they're struggling right now. But they did go against Houston, and the Astros pitching staff has been ridiculous to start the season. But I'm a little concerned, man, with the Angels. In fact, I saw people on social media talking about, like, if they're out of contention, would they maybe look to sell somebody like Otani, like Mike Trout? Um, I don't think that's going to happen. Trout just came back. He was injured the entire season pretty much. But he and Otani struggling to start the year. Three for 23, I believe. Um, one RBI between the two of them how concerned should I be with the Angels right now and can they bounce back in this series against the Marlins they are at home they
0: absolutely can but I am betting that they aren't today on Monday night no way I do like this right now Hernandez is currently sitting as a plus 120 underdog this team is playing really good baseball and the Angels haven't gotten it going yet so right now I'm gonna fade the Angels until they show me that they can do it I like the Marlins tonight on the money line plus 120.
1: Yeah, I'm with you there. And the Angels bullpen, I like the Marlins as well. I'm glad that we're getting plus money. The Angels bullpen, uh, that was my concern going into the year. And so far, I was right to be concerned. They've allowed 13 earned runs, 15 Mm -hmm. hits, and 13 innings. They have Lorenzo going tonight on the mound. Yeah, pitching matchup favors Miami. I'm going with the Marlins as plus money dogs tonight as well. Let's hit on this series that seems like too easy, too good to be true. It's coming up here shortly. The Brewers taking on. The Baltimore Orioles-Brewers, they do salvage one game in the series against the Cubs on Sunday with Freddie Peralta on the mound. They're sitting there at 1-2. and two. They dropped the first two games of the year with Burns, who won Cy Young last year in the National League, and Brandon Woodruff. Now they take on the Baltimore Orioles, who are 0-3 on the season. Milwaukee, Baltimore, the Brewers, 14-3 in their last 17 regular season games started by Adrian Hauser. And the Orioles have lost nine of their last 13 games where Zimmerman started. Eight of those losses came by two runs or more. Give me the Brewers on the run line today, although it seems too good to be true.
0: Yeah, not only that, I'm definitely taking that run line, plus 105. No question about it, I'm taking that for the Brewers. They're going to put an absolutely stomping on this team. They kind of came alive yesterday, finally salvaging that series against the Cubs. On Sunday, I listen, we know the Brewers are pretty good. Hauser's going to do his job, but he will give up a couple of runs. So not only am I taking the run line, I, I, I I'm going to take the over again, currently set at 9, minus
1: 121. Love it. All right, let's talk a little Boston Red Sox last night, Sunday Night Baseball. They do pick up a victory over the New York Yankees, so they're 1-2 to start the season. Detroit's at home in this game, 1-2 and two to start the season, and we get Waka making the start against Manning. I uh, I really like Boston in this game, man. Tough start to the season, dropping those first two against the Yanks, but they're 8-3 in the last 11 meetings between these two teams. They're 5-2 and two in their last seven between the two teams in Detroit. They're on the road here. I like the Red Sox. If the money line's a little too pricey for you, I like them on the run line. I think they win this game by at least two runs, but they're only minus 120 on the money line. So I'm just gonna go with Boston to win the game. Yeah, the money line right there, it's got a decent amount
0: of value. And again, this I don't know which Michael Walker we're gonna get our hands on. And Manning is no slouch himself. You can get the Tigers right now on the on the money line at plus one hundred. But yeah, I'm gonna lean towards the Boston Red Sox as well. Lean towards Walker minus 120 uh on the money line. I'll take it. I mean, again, you're not gonna see too many lines for the Boston. Boston Red Sox especially this point of the
1: year that close to even so you kind of got to jump all over it I don't have very strong feelings about the Colorado Rockies they begin a series with the Texas Rangers but the Rockies like you said did take two of three from the Dodgers they're two and one this season which I love to see because I went over on their season win total because it was sitting there at 68 and a half man closed at 69 I think they win at least 70 games even in that division they got Gomber going on the mound against Hearn today it would probably be Colorado or nothing. Uh, Nice little start for Chris Bryan, although we did drop a routine fly ball in the outfield yesterday. Yesterday was a really weird game, man, but it'd be Colorado or nothing. I don't have very strong feelings or thoughts about this one, though.
0: No, no, me neither, Uh, except for one thing. I'm definitely going to take the over in this game. It's currently set at 10. You know, that new stadium in Texas is a bit, does travel quite well. Both these teams can hit. It's currently sitting at minus 105, but I'm going to kind of hold off on the money line or the run line, because truthfully, I don't love either of these teams I think both are trying to get better but both are in divisions that are just out of both of their reaches so I'm going to wait and see what both these teams can do you mentioned Chris Bryant having a nice weekend same with CJ Krohn who could absolutely mash but uh, again I don't expect much out of this team I I do think this team's going to score runs that's why again big over day for me on Monday on BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL
1: same here, man. In fact, I'll throw out one more over the last game that we have the preview, and it's the Washington Nationals taking on the Atlanta Braves. And for Washington, they've been bouncing back and forth with who they were going to start. It looks like they're going to go with Rogers today, and I'm just going to stay away from the side in this game. It would be the Brewers or nothing. Maybe the Brewers on the run line. I'm just going to take the over. You mean the Braves? The Braves on the run line? Yeah. Yeah, that. yeah, Braves, yeah Braves on the money, yeah, money well, line. Pr-
0: currently, them on the run line is currently set at even or close to it, depending on which book you're at. So, yeah, I'll take Atlanta on the run line, no question about that. And, yeah, you mentioned the over. I, 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 listen, when you have a to-be-determined starter and you know you're going to go with Rogers and most likely going to be a bullpen day – I don't expect much out of the Washington Nationals bullpen, and we know what kind of offense the Braves are currently rocking. So I'm going to take the over in that game, too. A lot of runs scored today, man. I'm looking forward to this series. I cannot wait to watch a ton of baseball this week.
1: All right, when we come back, we wrap up the show. we got one more segment to go. It's the BetMGM MLB podcast, powered by Beck UL, Cody Decker, Ryan Horvath. Find it wherever you find your podcast. Five-star review, like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. We close up the show next.
0: Let's get back to more of the BetMGM MLB podcast. Powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvat and Cody Decker on the BetQL network.
1: And hey, welcome back into the BetMGM MLB podcast. We're powered by BetQL. Be sure to download the BetQL app. Always giving out five-star plays. That's what we try to do on the podcast as well. Like, subscribe, review. Again, BetMGM MLB podcast. Powered by BetQL. It's Ryan Horvath. It's Cody Decker. We're here every Monday, every Wednesday. And all we ask, five stars. That's all we want. A nice little comment. Gave out nothing but winners on opening day, including the pick that I gave out, Cody, that you hated. My Arizona Diamondbacks winning in walk-off fashion against the Padres as plus money dogs. We both like the Astros. Um, hey, you told me the Cubs, the Cubs are gonna be relevant for a little bit. They'll hang around this season. And they took two or three from the Brewers. They were underdogs, obviously, in all three games. So let's try to make the people some money once again. And this segment, we got bachelor time. We're going to give a rose to the player we're placing a prop on, and we welcome in our
2: producer, Mario, and he's going to go through these props with us, and we'll try to figure out how to make the people some money. Perfect. It's love time, guys. Love's in the air. Jose Romero to hit a home run. Cody, your home run props once again, uh, plus 300. Cody, are you giving him a rose or are you sending him home? If you guys know me... You know for a fact,
0: I'm not a lover of home run props. However, Hernandez on the mound for Kansas City. No, he ain't getting a rose. No Jose Ramirez home run on Monday evening on Hernandez
1: in Kansas City. You do not get a rose today, Jose Ramirez. Exactly. Hate to be a hater, man. Only one home run prop for me today. Again, it is Kyle Schwarber. Love him in this spot. And it's plus 280 over at BetMGM. But no, 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 no. I'm going to go with uh, no
2: home run today. I can't do it. That's not the prop for me. I should probably start adapting that thinking, but I'm too much of an idiot. Alright, Aaron Civil plus five, so five or more strikeouts, plus one eighty-four. I'll go to Ryan first. Are you giving Aaron a rose or you're gonna send him home crying? We're getting plus one eighty-four
1: here for five Ks, which seems almost just too good to be true. I'm going to stay away right now. Now, like as Cody talked about with like some of the aces even opening week, now a lot of these guys are on a pitch count. Not everybody has their best stuff the first week of the season. The only strikeout prop I actually hit, even Corbin Burns didn't go over the 6.5 on opening day against Chicago. The only one I've hit for plus money so far this season was a lower total. It was Hendricks over 3.5 plus 120 against the Brewers. That's really my range right now between four and a half, five and a half. I'm going to stay away from this prop today. That's a no-go for me. I do like the price, but I'm going to stay away right now. Maybe play that like week three, week four of the season. I hear everything you're saying, but Aaron Savali,
0: I'm handing you a rose, baby. I like that number of five. I think he's going to get into the fifth inning. So what I'm doing is betting that Savali will bet, get one strikeout per inning till he gets out of this game. I'm going to take it plus 184, too. That is some pretty good plus money on a strikeout prop. I'm going to take it. Kansas City, I, I think, is going to be a little quiet for those first five.
2: Love it. All right. Now we're on to our next one. Cody, are you going to give Paul Goldschmidt a rose if he records an RBI for plus 130? Or are you going to send him Um,
0: out? It's such a great question to ask that uh, at plus 130 because he's playing against the Pittsburgh Pirates. So, yeah, Paul Goldschmidt, you are definitely getting a rose today. I think that the Cardinals are going to put up a 10 spot on Pittsburgh as of Monday, final game of the series. Uh, Yeah, Paul Goldschmidt, you will always get a rose, my friend.
1: Yeah, I have to agree, man. I mean, look at what St. Louis has done in this series, in the series against Pittsburgh. You know, they've outscored them 15 to 2. Everybody's getting on base. Everybody's knocking in runs. I'll go with the plus money on this prop, and I'll go with Goldschmidt. I mean, I'd rather take a chance with Nolan Arenado. He's been ridiculous so far this season. Six hits, seven RBIs. Dylan Carlson's been awesome. I believe he has four hits. I'll go with Goldschmidt uh, to knock in a run today, though, at plus money. I like that prop.
2: All right, the next one, Adrian Hauser, over three and a half strikeouts, plus one thirty-four. Ryan, giving him a rose, or is he going right. in the dugout and chewing sunflower seeds?
1: Man, so Hauser, ten and six last season, a three two two ERA, seven and three on the road. The strikeouts scare me a little bit, though. The thing with Hauser, so usually he takes the mound, he vomits. I think that happened like four or five times last season. I'm actually going to stay away. I can see him striking out three on the dot and getting killed by the hook here. I do think he's going to be impressive today, but four strikeouts, I just don't trust it. I'm going to go no. I think we're. I think I'm going to say no, man. He's going to get a lot
0: of ground outs today and early yep. in the count over there in Baltimore. I just don't see a four or five strikeout day happening for him. I'm going to say no as well. Yeah, that's going to be a no
2: for me. Sorry, Hauser. All right. Same strikeout line, three and a half, but this one's for Bruce Zimmerman over is minus 130 at the best value but Cody does he get a rose
0: absolutely not no 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 not happening not happening Brewers Brewers might be an older team but I do not see this team striking out that many times as Zimmerman today no shot
1: yeah man I just you know if I'm gonna take a strikeout prop I don't know if I'm going with Bruce Zimmerman the 27 year old journeyman, even though like you look at his numbers last year, four and five, ERA over 5, 13 starts. I'm gonna I'm gonna go no and you know what's funny about that? I am gonna be playing strikeout props against the Brewers a lot this season. They do strike out a lot, but uh not with Zimmerman. No, no, no. I'm, I'm out on this one.
2: All right, how about this one? This one's kind of a two for uh, type of deal. Michael, how do you say his last name? Waka. Michael Waka Flocka. Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> Michael Waka. Plus four strikeouts Any Boston Red Sox win sits at plus 130. I might take it just now because Ryan said Waka flaka, and I love that. So, Ryan, we'll start with you. Rose or now? You know what? Yeah. So we get Boston to win.
1: I do like Boston in the game against Detroit, and I'll take the strikeout prop. I mean, you got Javi Baez in that lineup for the Detroit Tigers. I really like this Tigers team, but I think they're going to strike out quite a bit. Does concern me a little bit because it's Waka. Like, is he going to be healthy? How many innings is he going to go? But I'll take the plus money for Boston to win and him to go over the strikeout prop. What do I need? Only four? I'm in. Plus 130? I'll take it.
0: It seems attractive, which is why I think it's a sucker bet. Michael Waka's first time out there. You always know his injury record. He also throws a lot of pitches. I don't think he's going to go deep into the game. That's why I'm going to stay away from this one this week. If he shows me he can do it next week, I might be right back on Michael Waka's strikeout props.
2: Alright, how about this one? Hunter Renfro to record two hits plus one seventy five. Is he getting a rose? Cody? It's a tough one. You know, Renfro's a lot
0: of swing and miss. I'm I'm gonna say no today. I think he can get himself a knock, but I'm not expecting two. I'm gonna I'm gonna send him home without a rose.
1: Yeah, I gotta go. I'm gonna go no on Hunter Renfro as well. You know, I could see him getting on base. It wouldn't surprise me if he went three for four, four for five today. I'm gonna go no though. Just not the prop I'm looking to
2: play, even at plus money.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: All right, kind of staying with that team. Let's go Christian Yelich to record an RBI plus one thirty. Ryan, is he getting a rose or is he going home? You know,
1: Two years ago, three years ago, I would play this prop every single day. In fact, Cody, remember when Yelich was getting the Bonds treatment, man, where they were intentionally walking him every time that he stepped up to the plate during the MVP season? You know what's crazy? It was him and Bellinger all season long. And I was like, these are two of the best baseball players right now, young players. These guys are going to be around for the next eight to nine years. And since then, both have really struggled. With Yelich, he did have a couple hits against the Cubs. He did drive in a run, but... I need to see more. I don't want to touch Christian Yelich. I actually have some concerns about Christian Yelich. I think last year it was physical because he's been injured the last couple seasons. It was the knee. He has a back injury. But now I think it's all mental right now, man. So I'm going to stay away from Christian Yelich props until he proves something to me
0: exactly the same thought process both christian yelich and cody bellinger a couple years ago the best players in major league baseball and now they're both the same guys still trying to find it and figure it back out i'm going to stay away from both of these players until they show me that they're the players they really are
2: all right this is for really cody because this is your boy so far you placed a bet on uh bet on him earlier in the year nick casianos plus 210 to record two hits are you going to give him a rose, double down on, on your guy?
0: Oh, man, that's going to be tough because he's facing Taiwan Walker, high speed, large arm angle. But, man, I really like this guy. And if there's one guy who's going to have a game plan against Taiwan Walker and that, that size of a pitcher, it's going to be him and Kevin Long. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to take it. I'm going to gamble a little bit. I'll say he's going to get two knocks today against the New York Mets.
1: Yeah, I'm also, I would also play that prop. Now, again, for I, I, I'm going to go with the Shorber props today, but I would take that. You know, that matchup scares me a little bit, like Cody said, going against Walker, because I agree he's got great stuff. But Nick Castellanos, man, one of the best hitters in the league. I think he's going to have a monster season. I like the MVP pick. I'll take that prop.
2: All right, Alex Manoa under five-and-a-half strikeouts, plus 104. Ryan, is he getting your rows and you guys are going to prom together, or – No shot, not taking him at all. You know what? No, I would actually go over
1: on the strikeout prop for Manoa even tonight. I definitely wouldn't go under. Like, look what he did his rookie season, man. 127 strikeouts, I believe, over 111 innings. I really like him. I think the strikeout numbers are going to go through the roof this season. I picked them up in fantasy in, like, the fourth or fifth round. So I would go over on the strikeouts rather than under tonight and just pay the juice.
0: Um, I'm agreeing with you, man. I I think uh, right out the gate, Manoa is going to strike guys out you know that he's going to strike guys out whether he gives up 10 runs or no runs the outs he's going to record are going to be strikeouts provided he's throwing strikes so I would take the over in this game this one as well
2: all right to finish this out let's go back to Mets Phillies Tywin Walker over four and a half strikeouts is plus money plus 130 heavy hitting Phillies do you take it Cody I'm staying
0: away, man. I, I, this Phillies team, you know, it could be something like this team K's 10 times or they put up 40 runs. I don't know. I'm waiting to see, though, and I'm looking forward to see. As of right now, I'm staying away until I get more information on both of these teams' offenses.
1: Yeah, same here, man. I mean, Kyle Schwarber, Nick Castellanos, Bryce Harper, Hoskins in that lineup. I don't want to take any strikeout props going against this Phillies team, so that would be a no-go for me. Love Walker, but... I'm I'm not fading the Phillies in any way right now, especially offensively.
2: All right, let me see if I can find one more for you guys. Let's go to Braves. And let's go to Matt Olsen. Now, we talked about this a little bit. He had a really good weekend. To record two plus hits, Matt Olsen plus 200. Are you going to take this guy? Are you going to give him a rose? Are going to take him, you know, the homecoming? Cody? Cody? I'm gonna say yes.
0: They're playing against my Two favorite hits. pitcher in Major League Baseball, as you know. To be determined against Nationals. Um, I'm looking forward to, for him to get probably three hits on Monday night against To Be Determined.
1: Yeah, same here, man. Same, same here. Like. When it comes to Washington, opening night, right, like I'm going to continue to play the Juan Soto props, especially if BetMGM is going to continue to give us 3-1, to 4-1 to one odds on him to Homer. But I think the story of the season, I think it's going to be the Juan Soto MVP campaign. And the story of the season is going to be Juan Soto hits a solo or two-run shot to cut the lead to three. Washington's going to be terrible. Unfortunately, that's my new hometown team. That's the only baseball I could go see. I will be targeting props against them all season long. So Olson to record two hits and we're getting plus money. I'm in on that one. I think he's going to have a ridiculous year. I think he's going to hit for average, hit a bunch of bombs. Give me that prop. And that'll do it. That's pretty much what we got for the MGM MLB podcast. Again, uh, Cody, my favorite bet of the day, Kyle Schwarber to Homer. We're getting plus 260 odds on it. I think he's hitting at least 45 of those bad boys if he stays healthy this season. Your favorite prop, favorite play of the day.
0: My favorite prop of the day is first five innings under four runs for the Tampa Bay Rays. Oakland Athletics in Tampa Bay, currently sitting at plus 125. I really think that's a sneaky prop. I think both teams are going to score lower end of the run side, but I do think it's going to eventually be Tampa Bay winning by at least three. But in those first five, I expect it to be quiet.
1: All right, man, we'll come back on Wednesday. That'll be our next episode of the BetMGM MLB podcast. Until then, like, subscribe, review, leave a nice little comment. And uh, when we're back on Wednesday, we'll have a bunch of weekend series to preview, but also we'll be able to wrap up this Toronto-New York series. And Wednesday night, Garrett Cole is scheduled to go for New York. I can't wait to watch this series, man. Oh, how can you not be? It's going to be exciting, man. That'll do it with the BetMGM MLB podcast. We're back on Wednesday. Ryan Horvath, Cody Decker.